Good afternoon, everyone. Do you realize that uh, once, since, ever since you were a child, before your parents, if they're still living, your grandparents, do you realize that every time they see you, they still see you as a child? Sometimes you try to think that, oh, I've grown up, now I am an adult. Yeah, but still in their eyes, there's something that remains that you're still a child to them. This morning, I was very fortunate. I called my grandma, who is 88 years old. So I was just checking in on her. And we had a very good talk, conversation. And afterwards, as I was saying goodbye, she told me, don't forget to go to church today. I said, Grandma, I am a priest. I said, I know that. But before her, she still thinks she has this duty of reminding me as a child, I have to go to church. As a parent, do we sometimes think that it's our duty to do that? Yes, it is. And rightfully, it is. That's why we see that even before God, we never change. The God who loved you when you were born, He loves you the same even if you're 80 years old, you're 90 years old. You never change before God. He still sees you what He saw in you before and he still loves what he loved in you before. So having, being mindful of that, we come to the first reading today. The Israelites have been in Babylon for a long time, and they have returned back to their homeland, to Jerusalem. Everything has been in ruins. So they took time to rebuild the temple, to build the wall around Jerusalem, and today, from the book of Nehemiah, we've heard the dedication of themselves. You can call it the renewal of the covenant. And what's going on? Nehemiah stands and begins to read the book of the law. And as he reads it, they tell us from morning to midday. Can you imagine just standing, listening? These people were very courageous. But this is showing us the centrality of God's word proclaimed publicly and privately. So the question for you and me, how often do you read the Word of God? How often do you proclaim it? Because we know the Word of God is sacramental, small s, because it makes God present. Every time you read the Word of God, you make God present. That's why we see that at the end of it all, when the people have listened, what do they do? They begin to cry. They realize how much they are falling away from their loving God. But then Ezra tells them, it's not time for crying because your God loves you. What is he telling you? Go back now and start living as God's children, as you used to live before. That's what he's asking you. Living as a community proclaiming the word of God reminds us of the so many gifts God has given us. The gifts that God is giving us, they are for the building of the community. All of us here, young and old, male and female, God has blessed us with different gifts and talents. Unfortunately, we decide to sit on some of them. But do you know what happens when you sit on those talents? It's unfair, not only to you, but to entire community. 
Because the gifts you have, they're not for yourself to hold, to keep. They are for building the community. Some of us have talents, and we always say, I am too much afraid to get involved. What happens when we do that? The people of God get into a mess because no one wants to get anything done. But God is reminding us that the gifts I have given you, they are for the good of humanity and the glorification of God. So think of the talents you have and ask yourself, how are you using your gift? Because every time you use your gift, you're glorifying God. At the center of it all, it's not about what I can do, it's what God is accomplishing through me. Because the gift you have, you only enjoy it if you use it to serve others. That's what makes it a gift. It's a talent. Sometimes we should ask ourselves, the gifts I have, where do they come from? It's very easy to think, oh well, oh well, I worked so hard. So many people worked so hard. You, they didn't come where you are. So the question is, ask yourself the talents you have, how can you bring them into the community of believers? How can you bring your gifts in St. Joe's community to build the community here, to transform the community as the Spirit does? Because we know at the center of it all, it's the Spirit of God driving us. If it's the Spirit, that's what you see in the Gospel today. For the Gospel of Luke is telling us that the Holy Spirit is very central in the ministry of Jesus. He says, in spirit, he comes back to Nazareth. In spirit, he's taken to the desert. But now what we see today in the Gospel we've heard, Jesus is giving his inaugural speech. I was trying to read about inaugural speeches for presidents, and I think the one speech that stands out always is uh, Jeff Kennedy. And that speech he said, do not ask what the country can do for you. Ask what can you do for your country. I think those were very powerful words back then and they're still even are today. So Samuel, likewise, Jesus is also giving his inaugural speech. He's giving us what his ministry is all about. What is it about? To proclaim they are acceptable before God. Give sight to the blind. What about the poor? To proclaim the good news. So all of us are being pulled into that spirit. So how are you going to go to proclaim the good news to the poor in your neighborhood, even beyond? How are you going to proclaim a year acceptable before God? Not only a year, but a day acceptable before God. Once we know that God is calling us, we ask ourselves, what am I supposed to do? What am I supposed to respond? How am I supposed to respond to what God is asking me to do? The question is, listen to him. When I was baptized, what did the voice say from heaven? My beloved son, listen to him. Last Sunday, what did you hear? The wedding at Cana. Mary telling the, the attendants, listen to him, do whatever he asks you. So what is Jesus asking you today and right now? 
Think of the uncomfortness outside your comfort zone. At times, we try to stay in our comfort zone because we are so much used to how things are supposed to operate. But when the Spirit comes, it draws you out of your comfort zone. It takes you to uncomfortable places because that's where He wants you. That's where He wants you to make a difference. So we ask ourselves, how are we going to be acceptable before God? That is our psalm today. By listening to what the voice of God is telling us and then allowing it to go where it's pushing us. The Lord be with you.